And I didn't think you'd come back. What, you thought I was just going to ride off into the sunset and pastor my nice little church in Vanier? <laughs> Not going to happen. He's back! In a way, now I'm back. Good to be back. I can't believe it! I just don't believe it! I'm freaking out! This is Late Night Council. We thought it best to break it to you slowly. How about we get back to the important topic? Who's John Council? That's my grandpa. We would be honored if you would join us. Give it to me straight. It's perfect. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. John, you're in charge. So is this Colonel By Day in Ottawa? Or is it, uh, do we just call it Civic Holiday Weekend? Or, or do we call it... Yeah, that holiday that's right smack dab in the middle of summer because, you know, it's traumatic finding out that summer's half over, so we needed a holiday on Monday just to keep our, you know, mental state intact. I I have no idea, you know, but uh, I hope you had a good day today. I had a wonderful day today. Slow news day today. Yeah, you know what? See, now that's something that they didn't like you saying on the old corporate radio station. You go, well, don't say that. No, no, no. We want people to think it's exciting all the time. Yeah, come on. Nothing going on today. So because there's nothing going on, uh, that's uh, another excuse for maybe. Now, don't get all hypered, okay? Okay, I've done my research. i got stories and, and stuff to talk about and all kinds of news stories if you want to go down that road. But you know what? We're in holiday mode right now. Okay, and, and I know if you're like me and you get a three-day weekend, you know, you, you want to make sure you milk that puppy for all it's worth and get everything you can out of that holiday weekend. So I want you to know at the outset, my first choice tonight, my first desire is to have a little fun tonight. Now, not freebie Friday type fun because that, was, that would be over the top here, you know, but, but just maybe just a little bit looser than what we usually do on a Monday night. Although, because it is open line, open topic, and because I don't always know what you want to talk about, okay, I am ready. I am ready to go down that road. Now, I, I need my call screener signing on for me here, Blake, because I'm looking at the screen here, and he's not with me yet. Mike, can you get uh, g- g- get online there with me? Or are you having problems there? There's oh, there's always software adventures here in this online adventure that we're having here called Late Night Council, and uh, it's a delight that you, you know you you have joined us. Uh, but I do have some things up my sleeve. Now, those of you that follow me on Twitter, or those of you that drop in at the Late Night Council. Um, uh, Facebook page. You know where I'm going tonight. You kind of got you kind of got uh, you know the 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 word up on it, uh, and, and you kind of got the fast track, kind of like the heads up, okay. And uh, so you kind of know where this is going. And if you want to call in and, and preempt and and get talking about what you want to talk about before I get out there and start yakking, uh, feel free because you know because if you're if you're frequenting the Facebook page and if you're going to uh, my Twitter account, you know that means you're a little bit more serious follower of the show, and you should probably have a little bit. You know, you should be able to jump the queue a little bit anyway. So I'm affording you that opportunity if you've already been following my tweets and you know where I'm going possibly tonight because it's going to depend on, uh, you know, you listeners in the calls, of course. Uh, uh, 343-700-4390, no matter where I go, no matter what happens tonight, it's still open line, open topic. You can interrupt, you can hijack it, you can go anywhere you want to go, okay? 343-700-4390, that's 343-700-4390. Long distance, okay, those faraway places. Yes, we've got your uh, needs covered as well. You know, if you're calling from Bymore, uh, Alberta, if you're calling from Coyne, Minnesota, or Edith, Tennessee, one eight four four 
562-4766. That's 1-844-562-4766. Now, you can email me as well. It's not Friday night. Yeah, you can connect via email, but you still got to keep it under six lines, okay? JC at LateNightCouncil.com. That's JC at LateNightCouncil.com. JC are my initials. Don't get confused. Just remember the email address. JC at LateNightCouncil.com. And you can tweet at us at JW Council. Now, for those of you that don't follow me on Twitter, that, uh, don't go to the Late Night Council Facebook page. You know what I want to have fun with tonight? On this holiday Monday, on this slow news day, I want to, and we have brought up the topic of conspiracy theories before, but there's been one that I've been really, really having a lot of fun with lately. The last, oh, two or three weeks, and it came up a little bit before I went on holidays, okay? I started watching, uh, 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 this guy's a Bible prophecy teacher. His name is Rob Skiba, and I found his stuff really, really interesting. But I didn't go that deep, you know, on, you know, what he was advancing. And I started throwing his name around Biker Church, you know, after I'd had some fun watching some of his videos and listening to some of his stuff. Because, he, you know, he does stuff on the Nephilim, and he does stuff on giants still in existence today. And, uh, you know, the breakthrough of the supernatural with the natural. And it's, it's pretty fun stuff, okay? And uh, so I started throwing his name around Biker Church. And one buddy of mine said, yeah, he kind of lost me at the flat earth thing. I said, what? I didn't know he was in that stuff. So I went back to the videos, and sure enough, this Rob Skiba guy, he is right into the flat earth thing. So I started watching his videos. I started, you know, kind of get, and I'd heard about the Flat Earth Society, and flat earth is always synonymous in our culture now with people who don't trust science at all. They don't care what the facts are. They don't care if they've got the most glaring evidence in the world. They are still going to believe that the earth, she's a flat, you know? Remember that Bugs Bunny? There was a Bugs Bunny cartoon once, and I think it was Yosemite Sam or somebody. And, and Yosemite Sam, I think, was playing Christopher Columbus. And he goes before, you know, uh, Queen Isabella and her king. And, you know, like, the earth, the she's around. The, no, the earth, the she's a flat. You know, they go back and forth. They're quite a funny skit, you know. Maybe we'll play clips of it one night here. Um, so I started watching this thing, and oh, it was fun. It was so fun. Now, I'm not buying it for a second. I don't want any of you think thinking that my brain is disengaged. But I love these guys. They're so, they're so passionate, man. They're so, and the, these are true believers, too. These people really, really, really believe the earth is flat. And when they go on, and some of them are really smart people, too. These are not dummies. These are not people that are knuckle-dragging weirdos here. I mean, there's some, there's, some, there's some real questions on the whole topic here that beg answering. And I was having some fun with it. I really did. Now, I want to... I want to some of you don't know that the Flat Earth Society is, is, is going stronger than ever right now, okay? And they say they've got scientific evidence. And, they, you know, they would tell you that, you know, the moonshots and everything and all the evidence of satellite, that's all a, a hoax and, and, and everything. But I want to have some fun with it tonight. And we don't have to confine our discussion to just, you know, the Flat Earth Society. I kind of wanted to know, what's the one conspiracy that you have a hard time ignoring, What's the one conspiracy out there that you have, a really hard, you have a really hard time ignoring? You know, it just won't go away, and it bothers you. And you wonder, you know, that, that really could be true, you know? And it kind of annoys you. What's, or, or the one that, you know, every time you hear it, you roll your eyes, and maybe you know some people that are really into it, and they bought the Kool-Aid, and, you know, and they even promote it, and you go, oh, no, here we go again. Maybe there's somebody at work that's really into a conspiracy theory, and you actually avoid that person. 
you kind of stay away from them. Oh, here they go. I can't handle that. What's the one conspiracy theory that you find the most annoying? Here's another question I want to throw out there. What's the one conspiracy theory you don't believe in, but you kind of wish it was true? You know? You're not buying it, but yeah, that'd be really cool if it was true, but nah, there's no way. There's no way. And I don't know how you'd, you know, what, which one you'd, you'd fill in the blanks there for. Now, I did, and, and it's going to be coming later on the program. Of course, researched, today, researched this today, had a lot of fun with it. And on the 40th anniversary of Neil Armstrong walking on the moon, it was in 2009. It would have been, yeah, it would have been seven years ago. Time Magazine, Time Magazine published a list with a, with a story on each one on the most popular conspiracy theories of all time. And all of them you know, okay? None of these are obscure, okay? And I want to throw out some stuff there, you know, like uh, whether you believe it or not, what you think. And, and uh, But there's, I've got some questions here, okay? What's the one that's a hard to ignore? It's the most annoying one, okay? I'm looking for the one that's the most hard to ignore. I'm looking for the one that's the most annoying to you. I'm looking for the conspiracy theory that you don't believe in, but yeah, it'd be kind of cool if it, was, uh, if it was true. Any of the conspiracy theories I bring up now, okay? Look at now. Now we got to get this straight right now. Any of these conspiracy theories I'm bringing up tonight, I don't believe in any of them. Okay, I haven't bought in. Well, hold now, hold on now. I haven't bought into any of them fully. Okay, there's some that make me scratch my head, but I love talking about them. I really do. I mean, I've met people that won't even talk about this stuff because they're so you know dead set again. Look, we're just having a discussion here tonight, folks. We're just having some fun. Okay. And, and on a holiday Monday, I think this is, you know what got me started on this? I was at a party last night. I was at a party last night, really fun party, a lot of good friends, okay? And uh, one individual at the party, he got going on the flat earth thing. Now, I don't know if this guy's a real believer on the flat earth thing, but I'll give him this, okay? He really knows his stuff. He's really, really been, you know, researching it. And he can really, uh, uh, you know, defend it, uh, you know, the side. Uh, and, and while he's talking, you know, he's kind of got one eyebrow up. He's kind of got his tongue in his cheek. And, uh, you know, it really stirred up some discussion, uh, some passionate discussion. And the guy that was, you know, talking the most about it and done the most research, I don't think anybody knows whether he's bought in or not, but boy, it was fun yakking about that. I thought, you know what, I'm going to talk about that on the show. And I've been, I've been kind of watching these videos for entertainment's sake, you know, and, and I, miss, I miss Art Bell. I really do. Those of you that know Art Bell used to uh, do the uh, uh, Coast to Coast show after my show on the other radio station. And then he said, so, no, he had a guest that said something controversial, which in my opinion wasn't controversial at all. It was just freedom of speech. And the radio station got all sensitive. I think they got one complaint. They got one complaint. And they pulled Art Bell's show off, okay? And I really, really missed it because George Norrie came in and took over from Art Bell. And if you and you, nobody really knows why Art Bell went off the air. Something to do with he was afraid of authorities going after his family, and it was a security thing. And uh, who knows, okay? Because the guy trafficked in conspiracy theories for so long, you never really knew what was the truth and what was kind of like hyped and made up. Because because he would give he would give a platform to all these crazy wackos out there okay and people that really really believed in a lot of this stuff and i used to listen some of them i just loved my favorite story on art bell was uh, and it was a story about mel's hole that i've talked about on on previous radio shows this guy has a hole on his property and he decided one day to find out how deep it was so he got some deep sea fishing line and he went down like 35 40,000 feet and still couldn't get the bottom of the hole okay and you know 
know, there were legends about this hole and the property that he owned in, in Washington State or Oregon, I can't remember. For years, people would use it as a dump, you know, and they'd dump things there and it would never fill up. And there were stories about people throwing their dead dogs when they died into the hole, and then a week later, their dead dog is alive and running around and they see it. And at nighttime, these shafts of darkness would come out of this, and I can't, I don't know all the details of this hole, but just crazy stuff. Another real fun one was a guy, but and, and one of my Facebook buddies reminded me of this one. There was a guy who claimed to be who, who claimed to be a time traveler, a soldier from the year 2036, and from 2000 to 2001, he was posting, uh, uh, I think, messages on the internet on Twitter or on Facebook or whatever, and, and he was he was anonymously posting these messages, including the schematics of his time machine, including you know telling people what's going to happen you know in 2015 and all sorts of crazy stuff that was going on and it was a ton of fun i remember when those shows were on with our belt i used to listen when this guy was on every once in a while and it was as funny as anything oh it's just, it's just riveting stuff because what they're saying is so 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 believable so we're talking about conspiracy theories tonight now i i, I talked about the flat earth thing a little bit okay and uh i want to i want to go down that road a little bit okay do you know that, and I don't know whether Nikola Tesla was a flat earther or all, but on all the flat earth, on a lot of the flat earth websites, and they're growing. I mean, we're talking thousands of people that really believe this and espouse this belief. Okay, this is what Nikola Tesla said. He said, the earth is a realm, not a planet. It's a system, environment, and a machine. And they have interpreted that to believe that Nikola Tesla, who was, there's no doubt about the guy's brilliance, was a flat earther. Now, we could talk about whatever, you know, conspiracy theory you want tonight. I personally think Marilyn Monroe was murdered. I do. I think she was murdered. And I think her connections to, you know, the mob and the Kennedys, and I think she was about to, you know, rat on them. And, and I, th- I again, I reserve the right to be wrong, but I think she was having affairs with John F. Kennedy. I mean, that's come out anyway. People have, you know, there's been eyewitnesses and firsthand accounts of that. I think she was having affairs with Robert Kennedy. And it didn't look good for the president. I think they had her taken out. I think Marilyn Monroe was murdered. Back to the uh, Flat Earth Society, okay? Um, it is a thriving community on, on the Internet. And their whole, their whole belief system is that the Earth is flat. It's a disk, okay? Like the map you see on the UN. You know the UN logo? that shows a round map with the North Pole in the very center. That's what they believe, most of the flat Earth people, they believe that's what the Earth looks like, okay? And the outer rim of that disk is is a big frozen wall that is either impenetrable or if you could get past it, you go into some type of other dimension. There's various theories on, you know, what is beyond that wall. And the sun... And this, again, you should read their stuff. Oh, it's just, it's just amazing, okay? I mean, you feel, if you like science fiction, if you like stuff that's like fantasy stuff that's out there, oh, you'll have a blast with this, okay? The sun, the stars, the moon, the so-called planets, they're simply in a, in a dome-like extra-dimensional canopy that encircles this disk, which is the Earth. And the flat Earth people, they posit that all extra-orbital space flights, now that wouldn't include the space shuttle, but all extraorbital space flights, including the moon landings, have been elaborate hoaxes perpetrated for whatever reasons. You know, to perpetrate a one-world government or people making lots of money. And you're thinking that's crazy, isn't it? But, but you know, here's some things they throw out there. And, and I want to know why, too. Qantas Airlines, National Airline of Australia, 
Why do Qantas flights from Sydney to Johannesburg, how come they got to refuel in Dubai? Okay? There's no direct flights. I mean, there's no flights that fly over the South Pole. Because to go from Sydney to Johannesburg, what, it'd be maybe like a a seven or an eight-hour flight or a nine-hour flight. It's not supposed to be that far. So why do they refuel in the Northern Hemisphere? And there's a number of other examples of that as well. When a direct flight over Antarctica would be less than half as far. And there's all sorts of reasons they give why, you know, that, that, that science and I guess, you know, the world is not explained yet. The fact that Antarctica, you can't go exploring in Antarctica. Now, people debunk that. Sure you do. Everybody goes down there. Yeah, but nobody goes more than two or three miles into the continent. Nobody ever ventures into Antarctica, and it is, it, is well, it is well policed. There's all sorts of scientific work that go down there. But no one ventures into Antarctica without international clearance. It's just the coasts only. When you have cruise ships go down to Antarctica, they just, you know, they just go down there for sightseeing. Nobody gets off and does anything and goes deep into the interior at all. All kinds of cool questions. Fun, eh? Well, you've got one? Have you got, a, have you got a pet conspiracy theory? Have you got one that drives you nuts? Have you got one that, you know, that you've heard people talk about and you think they're all crazy and well, what's wrong with those people? And, or you have one that maybe, you know, just keeps coming back. Maybe you've got one that you really believe in and you want to pontificate on it tonight. I don't know. We're going to have some fun. You want to talk news? We can talk news. Whatever, we, whatever direction we go tonight, it's going to be open line, open topic, and i got news stuff to talk about, but I'm going to have some fun with this conspiracy theory first. Theories, plural. 343-700-4390 if you want to get online. I don't think we got the lines open yet. You may have some problems getting in. We may have to do some readjustments with the software while we're doing the commercial break, okay? But uh, hang with us there. We'll get her all sorted out like we always do. 343-700-4390. is long distance. Stay with us. Be a downside cheaper. Yes, it will. Start riding the bike. Huh. Listen, they're making milk out of powder. Yeah, they are. Got the babies crying. Poor baby, they know what that's about, Bill. Rent's gone up higher. Yes, it is. Got the parents lying. We often hear about the supposed dangers of human-induced climate change. But what about the disastrous consequences of climate policy? For example, the closing of Ontario's coal stations was the single most important cause of the 318% rise in power rates since 2002. Thousands of industrial wind turbines are being erected across the province, killing birds and bats and ruining the lives of people living nearby. The expanded use of biofuels has led to 6.5% of the world's grain going to fuel instead of food. Only 6% of the $1 billion spent every day on climate finance goes to helping people today. The rest is dedicated to trying to stop climate change that may someday happen. Yet the reports of the non-governmental International Panel on Climate Change show that the science backing the climate scare is highly uncertain. Isn't it time we focused on problems we know to be real? This message is brought to you by ClimateScienceInternational.org. 
For 17 years, I've been taking my cars to Irwin's Automotion. 17 years ago, Irwin was renting space on the corner of Bank and Heron. His encyclopedic knowledge of all things mechanical and his no-bull honesty has resulted in his second move. He now operates a huge facility on Cleopatra, eight bays and an expert staff that operate all in the same wavelength. Honesty, integrity, try to save the customers some money and headaches, but fix it right the first time. Irwin's Automotion, 34, Cleopatra. Tell them Council sent you. That'll make them smile. This is live. It's 9.20 Eastern Daylight Time. And you can call in 343-743-90. It's open line, open topic, although it is a holiday Monday, so I'm having fun with... uh... Well, I wouldn't say it's one of my favorite topics, but lately I've been having a lot of fun discussions with it. We're talking conspiracy theories tonight, and I've had some fun researching the Flat Earth Society. And in some of the discussions I've had, I, it's really fun to watch people get defensive and all angry. You can't believe it. Man, it's, it's, it's amazing how emotional people get on this stuff. And uh, I've kind of thrown it out there. What do you think of this stuff? What's the one conspiracy theory you have a hard time ignoring? What's the one that annoys you the most? Maybe it's an individual. Maybe it's not the conspiracy theory. What's the one conspiracy, conspiracy theory you don't believe in, but you kind of wish it was true? Three four three seven hundred forty three ninety. That's three four three seven hundred forty three ninety. I'm still looking for you know like uh, and, and I see you know there's people that go online and debunk the whole flat earthers as well that I don't know they they don't do a very good job. It seems like the flat earthers are getting smarter than they've ever been. Still a lot of fun. Do you think only one bullet killed JFK? Yeah, I don't know about that. One got him on the head, one got him in the neck. But you think that you think that Lee Harvey Oswald was the only shooter? I, I, I don't know. And I don't like Oliver Stone. I think Oliver Stone is just a sensationalist, you know, will say and do anything for money kind of thing, you know, to get interest in his films. But I did watch JFK. And it's fun. For entertainment purposes, I think it's a lot of fun. You ever gone online and researched the people that believe that the moon landings were fake? Oh, man, that's fun. There's a lot of fun stuff online, you know? And there's like, I mean, there are like university professors, ex-military, people that worked for NASA that have risked their reputations and, and, and staked their claim that, no, that they're fake. I went on one website, and it showed the exact topography that was used to, as, and this is the person who's promoting the website, here's the site that they used in Arizona, in Area 51, to fake the moon landings. And they show the topography, and then they show the shots that were taken from supposedly the moon, and the topography and the hills and everything are identical as this, like, backwoods desert place in, in, in Arizona. I mean, it is, it is really fun to see. And the same with the Mars rover. 
You know those pictures we're getting back from the Mars rover? Well, you could go to websites, okay, that show in detail, in detail, it's the exact same terrain in Arizona with maybe, you know, some, some color filters to, to, to filter it up, make it look a little more stark. And of course, you look at those moon photos, you know, the sky is blacked out, and some people have said, you know, the shadows are out of place. I don't know. I'm not buying it, but it's fun to talk about. I had dinner on two occasions with Colonel Jim Irwin, the first guy to ever drive a car on the moon. He seemed like a sane guy. My dad got to know him quite well. In fact, in my office, I've got a picture of Colonel Jim Irwin from Apollo 15 and myself. I'm 16 years old, 17 years old, standing with him. Oh, do I look dorky. Anyway, I'm wearing a beige laser shoot. (laughs) It's so cool. But there's me and Jim Irwin there, okay? And, of course, the people that posit that the moon landing was fake, they suggest that, you know, the astronauts were very effectively brainwashed. I'm not buying the moon landing is fake thing yet, but, you know, it is possible to brainwash people. I believe that. I think you can get people to do things and say things that they don't want to if you've got, you know, the right hardware and the right techniques, if you've ever seen illusionists, if you've ever seen, you know, people that work a crowd at a carnival and get, like, hypnotists do things, man, they can get people to do all kinds of things. Now, whether they can do that, you know, with, you know, people who are well-educated and in great shape and have them believe something for long-term, I know it sounds really science fiction, but, you know, I don't know. It's fun to talk about. Another fun thing to talk about, and every time I brought this up, and, and I haven't brought it up since I've been, you know, doing the show exclusively online, but ever, whenever we bring up the thought that 9-11 was an inside job, oh, man, that gets people ticked off. And I got some real questions on that one. I, but the, percussive, the percussive force of two Twin Towers going down should not have been enough to knock down five other buildings. And yet five other buildings went down. And I remember watching that second building go down. I saw the second building go down live. And I have seen controlled demolitions of skyscrapers before. And I watched that second building, and just before it went down, I saw these little explosions going all down the, 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 the outside, the perimeter of the building, poop, 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 all the way down, exactly like a controlled demolition. And we were led to believe that those buildings were designed because they had had a plane crash into the Empire State Building in the 30s. Those buildings were designed to withstand a crash of a plane. And they just buckled. They went down. I, I, have a, I have real questions about that. Fun topic, huh? Have you ever seen a controlled demolition of a skyscraper? Looks just like when that sec- I can't speak for the first building because I didn't see that live. But I remember that second building going down live. And I watched that thing go down. And my first thought was, holy smoke, that looks like a controlled demolition. It looks That's exactly what a controlled demolition looks like. You see little explosions go down the outside outline of the building before the thing goes completely co- uh, collapse. Another thing on, on 9-11 possibly being an inside job. I was, I was on the internet today. And, and there's this lady. Oh, wow. <laughs> and she's got this picture. Of, uh, of, of Newsweek. It's a cover of Newsweek from 1967. And it's David Rockefeller. Okay? And the, and the caption says, A New Era in Banking. And she kind of says that this guy was with the architect of, you know, the building of the uh, World Trade Centers. And, you know, it was for personal gain or whatever. And I'm not buying it, okay? I'm just throwing it out there because it's fun. Okay? 
And it's got, and she, she makes this big case that uh, on the cover of Newsweek, David Rockefeller's there, and uh, his watch, his watch is set to five minutes to nine, which means the small hand would be on the nine and the big hand would be on the 11. And then she goes through all these other people that are connected to the Rockefellers and people that are connected in, in this whole globalism. When they love this 9-11 thing. And she posits that it's very possible that Jesus was born on September 11th. Or no, yeah, Jesus was born on September 11th. And, and you know, I've never believed for a second that Jesus was born on December the 25th because the, the, the sheep, and the sheep were, would never be out in the fields in December in Israel. Even today or even back then. He had to have been born in the fall or in the spring. Couldn't have been born in the summer either because they don't graze the sheep in the heat of the, the summer either. And they go on and on and on and on and on. A lot, a lot of fun. I mean, this, to me, this is, this is better than reality TV. This is better than reality radio. Because you get these people, they really believe this stuff, man. And, man, they can, they can put forth such good arguments that they almost got you believing that they're so good. They're really good. There was another list I came by, and I wouldn't bring these on the air if I didn't, you know, if these weren't credible websites, okay? Now, I'm not giving you out websites that are, that are saying that these conspiracy theories are real. I'm giving you websites like Time Magazine, you know, that, that, that uh, comment on these websites. Like, we're commenting tonight. We're commenting on conspiracy theories. And they, uh, uh, they had the list of the world's top ten conspiracy theorists, Okay? And I didn't know all of them. There was a few that I'd heard of in the past, you know, UFO experts and one guy by the name of Mars who's the world's foremost expert on the whole JFK conspiracy theory. And these guys pause stuff. And I want to tell you who was at the top of the list, but we got to go to commercial break. And no, we got to go to an information interlude here. And uh, here I am getting so excited here. I'm forgetting about what time it is. I hope you're having fun tonight. I want to hear from you as well, okay? It's still open line, open topic. You can talk about whatever you want to talk about. But it being a holiday Monday tonight, today, I thought let's have some fun. Let's throw around some stuff that hardly anybody believes in. and Or, hey, maybe you got somebody at work or somebody in your neighbor that really buys into this stuff. I want to hear from you. Or, you know what? If you want to push a conspiracy theory tonight and you feel like you can sell it and you can convince people, I want to hear from you as well. 343-700-4390. That's 343-700-4390. Important information to listen to. We're right back after that. Stay with us. Oh, this is so much better than a news break. And most news breaks, all they have is bad news anyway. Well, you're going to hear some good news. Just stay right where you are. But you get a line while I'm catching my breath. 343-700-4390 in eastern Ontario, western Quebec, or 1-844-562-4766. That's 1-844-LNC-IS-ON. You can email me, jc at latenightcouncil.com. Keep it under six lines. And you can tweet at us at jwcouncil. Don't sweat it. I know you gave me those numbers pretty quick. I'm going to give them up before this break is over. Unfiltered, unfettered, uncensored. I have one program director now. God. I don't always follow through on my instructions right, but he makes it pretty clear what he wants. What do you want? What do you like? What ticks you off? I want to hear from you. Listener feedback means a lot, almost means as much as what the program director wants. 
And don't forget you can download all our shows for podcasts anytime. TuneIn.com seems to be the best and easiest way to hook up with us. Or if you prefer Google Play, that seems to work too. LateNightCouncil.com. Stay with us. Monday and Tuesday, it's news. Often some pretty good guests, too. Wednesday, it's Ask the Pastor. Thursday nights, we repeat the Ask the Pastor broadcast from the night before. And then Friday night, well, we fool around on Friday. We give stuff away. We have fun because that's what you're supposed to do on Friday. And if you miss any of the shows, well, that's what podcasts are for. 343-700-4390. That's 343-700-4390. That is the Eastern Ontario and Western Quebec line, the whole capital region. And 1-844-562-4766. That's long distance. 1-844-562-4766. Of course you can advertise on Late Night Council. In fact, the ad space is quickly getting claimed. Get in now while the rates are still low. Email me at jc at latenightcouncil.com for more details. How's it going? It's open line, open topic, and it will be all the way to 11 o'clock tonight. But in the meantime, while you're deciding what you want to talk about, I'm having a little fun tonight. It being holiday Monday, I wanted to, I, I was just in a bit of a goof-off mood tonight. So I'm talking about, is the earth really, really round, or is it flat? Did we really go to the moon, or was that just a hoax? Did Lee Harvey Oswald really shoot JFK, or was there somebody else involved? Now, just before we went to the information update, and if you don't like this, you want to hijack the show and go in another direction, or hey, maybe you want to call in and yell at me for being so silly, you've even given time to this nonsense, 343-700-4390. That's 343-700-4390 in the capital region. And if you're calling from faraway exotic places, like, uh, well, like likely British Columbia, or Hazard, Nebraska, or Typo, Kentucky. That's not a mistake. It's called T-Y-P-O, Kentucky. one 562 4766 That's one 562 4766 You can email me. Oh, I should check the emails, you know, because if I give out the email address, I should, you know, I should let, uh, I should let you, uh, uh, you know, I should uh, check the emails to make sure, you know, uh, there may be some airworthy emails there. I don't know. Maybe we'll check the next break. JC at LateNightCouncil.com. That's JC at LateNightCouncil.com. And you can tweet at me at JWCouncil. So just before I went to the information interlude, 
Um, had a listing from a, a quite a credible website that I've been to before. Can't remember off the top of my head what it was because I, I frequent so many. Um, the number one conspiracy theorist in the world, and they go by how many people go to these guys' websites, and you know how many, you know how much they're published, how many how many people listen to their talk radio shows. I'm sure a lot of you have heard of Alex Jones. Okay. I don't like Alex Jones. I really don't like Alex Jones. But my brother, my dearly beloved brother, who lives in St. Catherine, he's a big fan. He loves Alex Jones. And him and I, my brother and I, we get in, you know, we get yakking. We go on motorcycle rides together. And when we pull over, you know, to, you know, to, to have a smoked meat sandwich or whatever, he's usually doing the Alex Jones. He really, really likes Alex Jones. And one of the reasons I don't like Alex Jones, remember, it was a Pierce Morgan, the guy that uh, took over from Larry King. One night... And it must have been late at night. I had the TV on. I don't know when it was on because I, I rarely watch TV. But I heard that Alex Jones was going to be on the Pierce Morgan show. And I thought, I don't even know what this guy looks like. I want to, you know, and I know Pierce Morgan. He doesn't buy this conspiracy theory stuff. He's very, very, you know, like, uh, well, you know, if anybody's in on, consp- on the conspiracy, it would be a guy like Pierce Morgan, okay? So I thought, this is going to be fun to watch. And I'm kind of rooting for Alex Jones because anything I knew about him and, you know, uh, anything I heard from him, and I had heard his radio program often, I thought, you know, I kind of like that anti-establishment thing. I like a guy that upsets the apple cart. I like a guy that, you know, that uh, uh, doesn't buy everything that, you know, the government and the media is spoon-feeding you and, and you know, is, is shaking up the uh, things. I kind of like that, okay? So I'm kind of rooting for the guy. And, I'm, and I do not like... Pierce Morgan. I don't know. Oh, pompous. You know, get this guy out of here. Who does he think he is? That, and I, again, folks, I reserve the right to be wrong. I'm just express, expressing opinion here. So I'm thinking, I'm hoping, I hope Alex Jones, you know, just goes after this guy. Let's have some fun here. This could be good, you know, TV for a change, and, you know, compared to all the drivel and the garbage that they always have. And uh, so I watched this interview, and I got to tell you, Alex Jones made a complete fool of himself. I thought the guy was a total buffoon. I thought he was rude. I thought he was arrogant. I thought Pierce Morgan was asking him, you know, some pretty credible questions. And it was it was just, I was totally, totally, totally unimpressed. And ever since then, every time I've heard the guy talk or hear what he, you know, pontificates and what he's pushing, I kind of roll my eyes. I go, yeah, come on, you know. This guy had a golden opportunity with a huge audience to maybe to win over some people and to maybe be a little bit more diplomatic. And no, he just he just a total buffoon. Was not impressed at all. And that guy is considered the top conspiracy theorist in the world. In the world. 343-700-4390. I got some questions for you. And we've already thrown out a bunch of different conspiracy theories. Okay? What's the one conspiracy theory you have a hard time ignoring? You know, what if? Yeah, it just doesn't seem to go away. It just it never dies. You know? And you're kind of thinking, yeah, yeah, that might be true. What's the one conspiracy theory you don't believe in, but you kind of wish it was true? What's the one that's the most annoying? Is, do you have a family member or, or a, somebody in the neighborhood or at school or at work that's always pontificating on a conspiracy theory? And you just, oh, you know, if you could get away with just punching them in the mouth once, you just might. <laughs> okay. No, you wouldn't do that. But you've thought about, oh, here he goes again. Please, give it a rest, you know? I want to hear from you. 343-700-4390. Or whatever else is on your mind tonight. It's open line, open topic, and it will be all the way to 11. 343-700-4390. 
1-844-562-4766. That's 1-844-562-4766. I mentioned earlier in the program that uh, I, go, I think I'll go backwards like Letterman used to with the top ten list, okay? Um, seven years ago, July, seven years ago, we're in August now. Oh, yeah, can you believe it? It's August 1st. Summer is half over. Oh, I just ruined your night, didn't I? I may have just ruined your summer. Anyway, that's why I'm doing the show tonight. Kind of keep our minds off the fact that, you know, summer's half over. Trying to have a little fun here, okay? So I mentioned earlier in the program, nine years ago, July, Time Magazine did a a feature article on the top ten conspiracy theories that just keep going and going and going, and they refuse to die, and, and, and people actually, you know, really believe in them. And I don't have a comment on every one of them. And every one of them, they ran a, a major story on in this, in this issue in July of uh, uh, 2000. And it would have been 2009. And we'll go, we'll go from number 10 all the way up to number 1, okay? As far as the ones that preoccupy people's minds. I got to let you know at the outset, though, Elvis didn't even make the list. Elvis didn't even crack the top 10. The whole conspiracy theory that Elvis is still alive and there's been Elvis sightings and his death was a hoax and he planned it and everything. No, no. He didn't even make the top ten list. But the reptilian elite did. And I clipped a little bit of this for us to have some fun with here tonight, okay? The reptilian elite, they are among us. Blood-drinking, flesh-eating, shape-shifting, extraterrestrial reptilian humanoids with only one objective in their cold-blooded little heads to enslave the human race. They are our leaders, our corporate executives, our beloved Oscar-winning actors and Grammy-winning singers, and they're responsible for the Holocaust, the Oklahoma City bombings, and the 9-11 attacks. At least according to former BBC sports reporter David Icke. Now, David Icke, I don't know if it's Icke or Icke. Remember I mentioned the top ten conspiracy theorists in the world and Alex Jones was the number one? Well, David Icke's number two. He's number two, okay? According to former BBC sports reporter David Icke, who became the poster human for the theory in 1998 after publishing his first book, The Biggest Secret, which contained interviews with two Brits who claimed members of the royal family are nothing more than reptiles with crowns. Picture Dracula meets Swamp Thing. (laughs) The conspiracy theorist and New Age philosopher, this is Ichthy talking about, who wore only turquoise for a time and insisted on being called Son of Godhead, says these... Anunnaki, the reptiles, have controlled humankind since ancient times. They count among their number Queen Elizabeth, George W. Bush, Henry Kissinger, Bill and Hillary Clinton, and Bob Hope. Encroaching on other conspiracy theorist territory, Ick even claims that the lizards are behind secret societies like the Freemasons and the Illuminati since earning the dubious title of Paranoid of the Decade in the late 1990s. Ick has written several books on the topic, including his latest work, The David Ick Guide to to the Global Conspiracy, while operating his own website, complete with merchandise and advertisements. Okay, now... Oh, John, you're crazy. Why are you even talking about these nut bars? This guy gets a quarter of a million hits on his website a month, okay? So do the math. He Two and a half million hits on his website every year. That's the latest stats, okay? People just eat this stuff up. Now, I don't know. Now, okay, I would suggest that probably people are going to these people's websites just for the entertainment value. I know that's why I've gone to them. I mean, it's fun. It, it, it's, I, 
is there something wrong with me that I get entertainment pleasure knowing that people really buy into this stuff? This is the real deal. This isn't fiction, okay? This is people really into this. And I personally, I find it fun to talk about. I do. So that's number 10. Going up to number one, the top 10 conspiracy theories in North America, according to Time Magazine, seven years ago. The CIA and AIDS, here's another one. Since the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention first reported the HIV-AIDS epidemic in 1981, rumors have persisted that the deadly virus was created by the CIA to wipe out homosexuals and African Americans. People believe that stuff. And they could, they, online, you could read research papers that say this is true. Again, folks, I'm not buying any of this, okay? I'm just throwing it out there. Number eight is Holocaust revisionism. Now, this list is categorized by how many people buy this and believe this and frequent these websites. That's how they compiled the order here. So that means there's more people that believe the Holocaust was a hoax and a fake than the whole CIH or the reptilian elite thing there, okay? As we go higher up the list, more people believe these conspiracies, okay? And I don't have much comment on that because, you know, that to me, I find that offensive. That's my opinion. And same with number seven, that Jesus was married to Mary Magdalene, okay? And I know where a lot of that so-called evidence comes from, at least the Jesus and Mary Magdalene thing, thing comes from. It comes from uh, the Gnostic Gospels, which Dan Brown used to write the Da Vinci Code and its sequels. And, you know, if people knew their history and if they knew the basis and uh, the origins of the Gnostic Gospels, they would roll their eyes and say, I can't believe people, you know, people actually believe this, okay? And, there's not, and unfortunately, there's not a lot of people that know history. There's not a lot of people that, you know, understand what was really going on, particularly uh, church history when the formation of the Bible and the early two or three or four generations of the church were coming together. Because if they knew that, they'd just laugh the dumb thing off as being, you know, yeah, that's 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 actually more implausible than Star Trek. Number six. Number six. Now remember, we're going up the list here. On uh, these are con- and, and I don't think the numbers have changed that much. And from the research I did today and frequent websites that, you know, have been putting out news stories that recently as, you know, the last couple of weeks on a lot of these conspiracies here. The numbers haven't changed as far as the top ten conspiracy theories that people actually believe. Okay, and they will get in arguments. Okay, we're at number we're at number seven. When we come back from the commercial break, we still got six more to go. And if you want to add to this or take away from this or call in and tell me I'm nuts, wasting your precious holiday time talking about conspiracy theories tonight, feel free. It's talk radio, my goodness, you know. And you know what? You make the rules more than anybody does on this show here. Three four three seven hundred forty three ninety. It's open line, open topic. Hey, you, you know, you can hijack it, too. Don't You are not going to make me feel bad if you call and you want to talk about a news story. And we may even get talking to the news in the second hour anyway. We'll see. But if you're not calling in, I'm having fun, okay? <laughs> I love this show. 343 <laughs> We're at number six, number seven, and we're coming back with six to one when we get back. And anything else you want to talk about, 343 one 4766 Right back after this. Stay with us.
summertime is here, and it's time to cool off with your friends at Menchie's Frozen Yogurt. We feature 12 flavors of frozen yogurt daily, with a choice of over 55 delicious toppings to choose from. The combinations are endless. Chill out with our new fresh yogurt fruit smoothies, or be the hero at your next backyard barbecue or birthday celebration when you serve up our exquisite frozen yogurt cake to your family and friends. Visit us at 80 George Street in the Byword Market and 3091 Strandherd Drive in Barhaven. Menchie's Frozen Yogurt. We make you smile. Timo's 2000 Mobile Auto Cleaning. Comes right to your driveway and makes your vehicle look brand new again. Classic cars, bikes, boats, RVs, dump trucks, hot rods, tractors, transport trucks. We can even make your minivan look like the day you drove it off the lot. Did you spill too much coffee on your seat? Did Junior decide he couldn't wait till he got home? And yuck, maybe you're just long overdue for that meticulous cleaning. Maybe you want to sell the old beast. Smartest thing you can do is make it look brand new again. Timo's 2000, 613-327-8498, 613-327-8498, or go to timos2000.com. For 17 years, I've been taking my cars to Irwin's Automotion. 17 years ago, Irwin was renting space on the corner of Bank and Heron. His encyclopedic knowledge of all things mechanical and his no-bull honesty has resulted in his second move. He now operates a huge facility on Cleopatra, eight bays and an expert staff that operate all in the same wavelength. Honesty, integrity, try to save the customers some money and headaches. But fix it right the first time. Irwin's Automotion, 34, Cleopatra. Tell them Council sent you. That'll make them smile. Four three seven hundred four three ninety. That's three four three seven hundred forty three ninety. One eight four four LNC is on. That's one eight four four five stick five six two four seven six six. If you're calling from uh, Proctor, British Columbia, if you're calling from Hell, Michigan, Royalty, Texas. Oh, that's a fun one. I, I know when, when you think of royalty, you think of Texas right away, don't you? Yeah, you sure do. Darn tootin' you do, boy. Everything's big in Texas. Even the kings, the queens, and the crowns. Royalty, Texas. one 4766 That's 1-844-562-4766. I got into discussion with my daughter this morning. And she's, she's 30 years old. And she says, why is it that everybody from the South sounds like they're faking their accent? <laughs> and I spent a lot of time in the South on the bike trip, okay? Driving from L.A. to Phoenix and all through the, uh, I mean, it's, it was all on interstates, but it was the same parallel route as Route 66. So you're going through Flagstaff, Arizona, uh, Amarillo, uh, Albuquerque, Tulsa, Oklahoma City, Springfield, Missouri. Okay, that that's you know that's Route sixty six where everybody talks like that in the Southern draw. And no, no, I, we, I got in quite a discussion. No, they really talk like that. They're not putting it on at all. I kind of like those accents. I think they're a lot of fun. And I think they're a lot of fun because I know they're not faked. What's on your mind tonight? Whatever's on your mind, give me a call three four three seven hundred forty three ninety. In the meantime, we're having fun with conspiracy theories tonight. The last few weeks, it's confession time. When I take my lunch at the church, okay, and, and the, one of the best things about pastoring Bikers Church, because we're always, you know, like uh, like 
having parties and because we're always feeding people. And there's like, I've never been in a church where we're eating together more than that. The, the fridge, okay, is always full of food. And there's always stuff that, that you know, that uh, there's always leftovers there. And if you don't eat it up, it's going to go bad. So, hey, I fulfill my obligations. I make sure, you know, that nothing goes bad in the fridge. Myself and the staff there, and it's we just go for it, okay? So typically, oh, at least two or three times a week, i got to do lunch, okay? So I'll go down, put something in the microwave, go upstairs, and for about 20 minutes, I take a break eating. And you know what I'll do? I'm, I'm, I'm going online, and sometimes I'll, and the last little while, I've been, I've been watching these videos on these guys from the Flat Earth Society. It's amazing stuff. I mean, they are so into it. And, and, and you know, there's some questions that they've thrown out there that I still haven't heard any, you know, like real good answers. Like, for instance, why is it, you know, a flight from Sydney to Johannesburg, why do they have to refuel in Dubai, which is in the northern hemisphere? I mean, that makes the total flight time like 16 hours instead of like seven or eight, which would be if if they could fly over the South Pole, you know? And there are no flights that fly directly over the South Pole, even though that would be supposedly the shortest distance between two points. And I haven't heard anybody online explain the reason. And that's just one reason. There's a number of them that make me scratch my head. No, no don't, don't worry, I'm not buying in. But you know what? Conspiracy theories have legs, you know, when, when people uh, try to hide the truth and they don't come out and explain things. And for all of you that, that might be listening to this, you're rolling eye flat earth. I can't believe it. Council's talking about the flat earth. The flat earth society has been rejuvenated in the last 10 or 15 years. With some stark, really fun conspiratorial, you know, material. Like, why is Antarctica so secretive? Why can't you go exploring there? I mean, who would want to? The weather's so devastatingly cold. It's crazy. You can't even interview penguins. You're going to be in trouble. Anyway, back to this article. that, And it's, it was, you know, it's, it came out uh, to celebrate the 40, uh, uh, the 40th anniversary of the moonwalk in, in 2009 in Time magazine. And uh, in my research, I, I, you know, I had to verify, you know, how far off these top 10 conspiracy theories, you know, whether they're, they still, you know, attract attention like that. And most of them do, except for number four. We're going to get to number four. I, I would, I would, number four has dropped down the list considerably, maybe even dropped out of the entire top 10. And we'll get to that in a second. But we're at number six of the top 10 conspiracy theories. And the way they're categorized is by how many people believe them, how many people go to the websites that, you know, uh, uh, um, promote these conspiracy theories. You know what type of people you know are on radio and and how many articles and a n- number of uh, compilations as to why they uh, categorize them in the order that they did. Number six, number okay. Just to recap for those of you that might be tuning in late. Number ten was the reptilian elite that have ruled the world. Number nine was the CIA is responsible for AIDS. Number eight was the Holocaust never happened. Number seven, Jesus and Mary Magdalene were married secretly. Number six, the moon landings were faked. That's number six. The moon landings were faked. And that one may have even risen since 2009 because there's been a lot of, you know, a lot more stuff that has come out since then. And supposedly people, insiders from NASA and the military, that have come up with some stuff that's quite damning on NASA. And, and, and frankly, NASA's reputation isn't what it used to be. NASA is one of the, you know, the prime promoters of climate change, even though there are thousands now of PhDs and university professors that are saying we are not causing climate change. Climate change has been happening since the, the dawn of creation or the, you know, the, the birth of the planet, and it's something that climate always does. 
and we are not causing it. We couldn't even have an effect on climate, even if we mobilized our entire industrialized complex to do it. Okay? And yet NASA is, and, and NASA has been exposed and kicked with their pants down a number of times with false and misleading emails, so they don't have the credibility that they used to have. So it's, it's probably, I would think it's, it, that this number six, it's probably up to number four or three now. With one of the most believed conspiracy theories, they believe that, and there's more people believe it now than ever, that the moon landings were fake. And one of the reasons is because of NASA's credibility being uh, um, you know, eroded dramatically in the last 10 years with the whole climate change uh, 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 hysteria. And in the article from uh, 2009, in a 1999 Gallup poll, it showed that it's comparably durable. There were, only, there were 6% of Americans that said they thought the lunar landings were fake, and 5% said they were undecided. So that means 89% believe, yeah, it actually happened. 11%, yeah, we don't know. And that number, I know for a fact, has risen in North America since then. So that's number six. Number five, I was surprised at how high this one was. Secret societies control the world. You probably heard the names, Illuminati, the Vanderbilts, the Rockefellers, you know, J.P. Morgans and the Freemasons and all those people. They rule the world. And if you've ever seen that Simpsons episode, episode featuring the stonecutters, some night we'll get that clip of that song, you know. Who gets the best tickets at the ball games? We do. You know, who gets the inside lane with no traffic on the freeway? We do. Who rules the world and everything else? We do. And it's all about the stonecutters. And he was trying to get into the stonecutters. And, of course, it's a parody on the Freemasons. One of the funniest Simpson episodes I, I, I can ever remember seeing. Really, really funny. So that's number, that's number five. Number four, and I know for a fact that this one has dropped. But back in, in, in 2009, it was number four out of the top ten. And I remember this. Oh, we had so much fun with this when I was a kid. The whole belief that Paul McCartney is dead. Now, I thought this thing was dead. I thought that ended in the 60s. You know, when he started Paul McCartney and Wings, and everybody knew he was alive and everything. But I remember a kid in Windsor, Ontario. We lived two blocks away from CKLW, which was the third most listened to radio station in the world back then. Okay? That, at the height of Motown. And, oh, we were clued into the music world back then like you wouldn't believe. And I remember playing my Beatles records backwards, you know. I buried Paul. Paul is dead. You know, you'd play that. You'd hear that played on the Beatles records when you played them backwards. Yellow Submarine. You got John Lennon putting up the two devil's horns behind uh, 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 Paul McCartney. The cover of Abbey Road. It depicts, you know, each one of the Beatles being like George Harrison is the grave digger. John Lennon is the angel. Ringo stars the preacher at the funeral, and Paul McCartney's walking across Abbey Road barefoot, symbolizing that he's died. All loaded with symbolism, all the all the Beatle records, and it just fed this conspiracy. And it was and it was, a, it was just a brilliant marketing scheme to sell more records, and it worked. Well, I thought this thing had died, but I went and researched today, and, and you know, it was on the web. There's still people believe this. They believe that Paul McCartney's not the real Paul McCartney. They believe that Paul McCartney really died in around 67 or 66, and the Beatles replaced him with a duplicate. Crazy stuff. 343-700-4390. That's 343-700-4390. One eight four four five six two four seven six six. That's one eight four four five six two four seven six six. Man, this hour, this two hours are going by quick. I'm having a good time. That's why I hope you're having as good a time as I am. 
you know what? If you're having half as much fun as I'm having, that means I'm having twice as much fun as you're having. we got to go for our information interlude, okay? Tell you important stuff, you know. What goes on the show, behind the scenes. No conspiracy theories here, folks. We're up front with everything. You know what's going on all the time. Get a line while we're doing it. 343-743-90. It's still open line, open topic, and it will be till 11 o'clock. 343-743-90. And 1-844-562-4766 is long distance. Stay with us. This is so much better than a news break. And most news breaks, all they have is bad news anyway. Well, you're going to hear some good news. Just stay right where you are. But you get a line while I'm catching my breath. 343-700-4390 in eastern Ontario, western Quebec, or 1-844-562-4766. That's 1-844-LNC-IS-ON. You can email me, jc at latenightcouncil.com. Keep it under six lines. And you can tweet at us at Council. Don't sweat it. I know you gave me those numbers pretty quick. I'm going to give them up before this break is over. Unfiltered, unfettered, uncensored. I have one program director now. God. I don't always follow through on my instructions right, but he makes it pretty clear what he wants. What do you want? What do you like? What ticks you off? I want to hear from you. Listener feedback means a lot. Almost means as much as what the program director wants. And don't forget you can download all our shows for podcasts anytime. TuneIn.com seems to be the best and easiest way to hook up with us. Or if you prefer Google Play, that seems to work too. LateNightCouncil.com. Stay with us. Monday and Tuesday, it's news. Often some pretty good guests, too. Wednesday, it's Ask the Pastor. Thursday nights, we repeat the Ask the Pastor broadcast from the night before. And then Friday night, well, we fool around on Friday. We give stuff away. We have fun because that's what you're supposed to do on Friday. And if you miss any of the shows, well, that's what podcasts are for. 343-700-4390. That's 343-700-4390. That is the Eastern Ontario and Western Quebec line, the whole capital region. And 1-844-562-4766. That's long distance. 1-844-562-4766. Of course you can advertise on Late Night Council. In fact, the ad space is quickly getting claimed. Get in now while the rates are still low. Email me at jc at latenightcouncil.com for more details.
our number two. 343-700-4390. That's 343-700-4390. It's 1-844-562-4766. 1-844-562-4766. If you're calling from Zone, Ontario. If you're calling from Original, Nevada. Or Puddle Duck, New Hampshire. 1-844-562-4766. JC at LateNightCouncil.com. Is the email address. You've got to keep it under six lines. Still haven't got an email that I can use on air yet. And, you know, got a lot of fun tweets, but I can't use any of them on air yet. JC at LateNightCouncil.com is email. JWCouncil is the Twitter exchange. If you're just tuning in, we're you know, it's holiday Monday. And you know what? I'm not working for a big, you know, corporate bland radio station now so i'm not afraid to tell you it's slow news day to day there's nothing much happening everybody's fooling around enjoying the sun you know enjoying some time off so i thought let's talk about conspiracy theories tonight and and what has perpetrated this is the last three or four weeks i've been really getting into the flat earth society and reading some of their material and it's fun it really is and i came across an article that was printed at time magazine in 2009 Celebrating the 40th anniversary of Neil Armstrong's moonwalk of Apollo 11, okay? And, uh, you know, the article is seven years old, but it doesn't matter. I I took the time to to find out whether these conspiracy theories are still, you know, uh, uh, holding their own like they did when this article was written, and, and they are. Although some of them, as I mentioned before, like the Paul is dead thing, that's not as popular as it used to be. And uh, we're up to the top three now. And, and the criteria that they used to measure which ones were the most uh, uh, talked about was uh, Internet traffic, uh, how many people go to websites that talk about how many websites there are, uh, you know, uh, um, promoting these beliefs kind of stuff is being published. And uh, just to recap, number 10 was the reptilian elite, number 9, the CIA and AIDS, number 8, uh, the Holocaust revisionism. Number seven, Jesus and Mary Magdalene. Number six, the moonlight landings were fake. And number five, secret societies control the world. Number four, the whole Paul McCartney is dead thing. Number three, and it's still number three, solidly number three, Area 51 and aliens. Fodder for this has come from a variety of supposed UFO sightings in the area and testimony from a retired Army colonel who says he, is, he was given access to extraterrestrial materials gathered from an alien spacecraft that crashed in Roswell, New Mexico. Some believe that the government studies time travel at Area 51, also known as Groom Lake or Dreamland. And I mentioned in the first hour, and I don't mind mentioning it again, man, I miss Art Bell. I miss Art Bell so much. There's another show on that's online or some radio stations, but it's called Dark Matter, and it's 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 cheesy. It's not even as good as George Norrie, who you know is the new host of Coast to Coast. Art Bell was the best, and you knew you never knew where Art Bell stood. You know he gave platform to all these wackos, and my favorites were the time travelers. You know, oh, they were fun to listen to. These guys. <laughs> Just terrific stuff, fun stuff. I do credit Art Bell though once. I remember, you know, and and 
and, and it's not conspiracy theory. It's, uh, you know, it's stuff I've had experience with, like a, a demon possession and exorcism. And I, and I know that Art Bell is not a believer in any way. You know, he just gives a platform to these people, and he's made himself a you know, pretty sweet living in the meantime, you know, talking about this kind of stuff. And uh, I remember on more than one occasion, Art Bell said about Ouija boards, he said, don't bring these things into your house. You're messing around stuff that's way more powerful than you, and you think you're messing with it, and you're not. It's messing with you, and you will invite stuff into your home that will wreak havoc, and you do not want to open your, your home up to anything like that. And he's very, very anti-Ouija board. And anybody who knows anything about, you know, uh, uh, exorcism or demon possession or that kind of stuff knows that that is a very, very popular gateway to those kind of powers. So I kind of, I've always had a lot of respect for Art Bell. I knew he was, I know he was an entertainer. I knew he would, you know, just having fun with this kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, he seemed like a pretty decent guy. If you've got stuff that you know about him, you want to call in and you want to disagree, feel free. It's, it's, it's talk radio, you know. Hey, I don't mind going two hours on this because I'm having a blast with this tonight. It's fun to talk about. But I certainly want to hear your thoughts on, on this or any, anything else that's on your mind. Number two, number two, and this is still maintaining its high. In fact, this may have even moved into number one now. Number one and two have kind of pretty, are so close together now that they're probably indistinguishable. But in, in 2009... The 9-11 cover-up conspiracy, incredibly popular. A lot of people believe that. A May 2006 Zogby poll found that 42% of Americans believe that the government and the 9-11 Commission concealed or refused to investigate critical evidence that contradicts their official explanation of the September 11 attacks. And I've seen polls since then that it's way higher than that now. To the point where a majority of people polled in the states believe that they've never been told the truth about what really happened in 9-11. And, you know, every time I bring that up on this program, I get emails, people yelling at me, ah, you, you know, forget it, that, you know, you're crazy, blah, blah, blah. Well, I, there's too many unanswered things there that, 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 you know, have never been explained to my satisfaction. And number one, in 2009 it was number one, and it may still be number one, although the 9-11 cover-up thing, if any, if any uh, conspiracy theories take it over number one, it would have been that one. But that would make this one at number two now. At least it's either one or two, and that's the whole JFK assassination. In 2003, an ABC News poll, now that's quite a while away now. That's, you know, that's, that's 13 years ago. An ABC News poll found that, but think about it, 2003, that's, you know, that's 50 years after the fact. Okay, 40 years after the fact. ABC News poll found that 70% of Americans believe Kennedy's death was the result of a broader plot. 70%. That's a strong, powerful majority. And there's been more stuff that's come out since then. So I, I would think that those numbers are at least that high now. So what's the one conspiracy that you have a hard time ignoring? You don't believe it? It's just, well, I don't know, you know. Man, if I was going to answer that question, I would say the 9-11 cover-up and the JFK assassination, those, those would be right up at the top there. The moon landings being fake? Yeah, I don't know. Might be willing to give that a little bit of credibility there. I could be, I, maybe I could be talked into it. I don't know. What's the one conspiracy theory you don't believe in, but you kind of wish was true? Hmm. I'm looking at that. There's none really in there that I kind of wish was true. I don't want the world to be ruled by reptiles. It's bad enough with the leaders we got. They don't have to be reptiles. They're bad enough being the humans that they are. 
343-700-4390. That's 343-700-4390. It is the long distance line. I want to bring Mike on. Mike's always got good takes. Mike gets on the air whenever he wants to get on. So what do you think, Mike? You got a take on this? You got a conspiracy theory you want to talk about? Or you want to get mad at me and yell at me for even talking about it tonight? No, no. I find, I mean, you know, it's a relevant topic. There's a lot of people, like you just said, a lot of people actually believe all this stuff. They're passionate about it, too. You should hear them defend it when you challenge them. Oh, my goodness. You know? Yeah, well, I mean, I find people are usually passionate when they're ignorant. That's just a, it seems to go with it, right? I don't know. <laughs> now, come I, on, don't be, now listen to what you just to... said there, Mike. Mike, listen to what you just said. They're passionate because you're ignorant. That, are you telling me that, that somebody who's educated and well thought with a lot of wisdom can't be passionate? No, I just find that people who, are, who, who think, more, think it through a little more and are more fact-driven are less passionate, they're more into reason, like reason over passion. I just find people that are, anytime you get into an argument with somebody that's very passionate about stuff, and you hit them with a few facts, they very quickly will shut down and say, well, I don't know anything about that, but I just... Well, don't. I don't know. I think, I think the most, per, most passionate person that ever lived was Jesus, and boy, you can't accuse him of being ignorant. If anybody was passionate, it was Christ. It, he was passionate, but he was also meek. So you could be meek and passionate at the same time. Yeah, I I personally I I find the, all the conspiracy stuff a little sad that so many people believe a lot of these. Um, like, start well before I before I even say that I, I want to preface it because you know I read a lot of different people and that includes Edward Bernays. Edward Bernays wrote propaganda. He writes the conscious and intelligent manipulation of the organized habits and opinions of the masses is an important element in democratic society. Those who manipulate this unseen mechanism of society constitute an invisible government, which is the true ruling power of our country. Okay, when did he write that? That's real stuff. When did he write that? Uh, I think it was in the 1920s, maybe. So he's dead now. Oh, yeah, he's okay. dead. He's also so that's the one a, that so, renamed propaganda. So he wrote, he, wrote the, he wrote the definitive study on propaganda. Yeah, I mean, the yeah. techniques have been around forever, but he coined it, he put it into yeah. practice, and made a science out of it, and it affects all of us today. Everybody uses it to a certain degree, to sell products, to, to whatever. Conspiracy I mean, theories there, make, there okay, it, 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 so are you going down this road? Conspiracy theories make a lot of money, don't they? They, they do, um, but it's also, there are people that, like one of the people that uh, Obama appointed was a guy named Cass Sunstein, and he wrote a book called Nudge. Well, I mean, take a think about what nudge means. Uh, it's all about uh, social, uh, social reforms, right? This is what the, they're constantly doing is tinkering with society. Now we're going to do the bathrooms and the sex ed and so on and so forth. We want to get people to uh, shift away from using oil or gas or electric or whatever, and we're going to keep shifting, shifting, nudge, nudge. Um, so, I mean, there are people that, that do this behind scenes. So some of this is what gives ground or rise to these conspiracy theories. People know they're being manipulated at times, but they don't know how or why, so then they jump to this other stuff. Um, but a lot of these conspiracy theories, like start with the Holocaust, for example, one we both would agree is crap. Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't happened. even have fun talking about that because I'm insulted by that, no. you know? Now. 
and what and so like what happens when this and there's a lot of people push it and believe it, but a lot of it's driven by hate. It's yep. driven by evil. And and what it's doing is is it's it's clouding the eyes. It's 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 helping to perpetuate the evil that was the Holocaust. Um, and and there it's not going to be the last time there was a Holocaust. I I think you as well as I do believe we're heading into a new one. Mm-hmm. I think uh, it's quite time, possible, including Christians. And yeah, I mean it's going to go there. Uh, it's going to start with jail and other things, just like it did in the, in Germany and like it has. Well, okay, the, the genocide, is- the genocide that's going on in Iraq and Syria right now. If you talk to anybody that's living in a refugee camp on the Lebanon or Jordan border of uh, of, of Iraq, to them, they're living in a Holocaust right now. And I believe China is uh, putting they're really marching against uh, Christians. Yeah. And, I mean, it's it's a worldwide phenomenon that's yep. going on yep. here. That's not conspiracy. That's reality. Right. So, I mean, we know that's happening, okay? Um, the fact that there are people that try to manipulate behind the scenes, okay, we know that happens. I mean, it's almost naive to think otherwise, yeah. really. You'd be but foolish, to, you'd be foolish this, to think otherwise. Well, yeah. But now when we get into this kind of stuff like the JFK or, or the 9-11 or whatever, I mean, what I think of is, God, what, what, is, what are all these conspiracy theories doing? It's helping to erode trust. It, it gets us constantly questioning and not sure what is truth anymore. Mm-hmm. And, and, I mean, we live in a society now that people don't even know what they are, male or female. We're not sure which bathroom we're supposed to go in anymore. <laughs> I mean, that sounds funny. And if you said that 10 years ago, that we would be in a, in a state 10 years from now, in 2016, if I had told my grandfather before he died that people wouldn't know if they were male, female, or 29 other genders, because apparently there's 31 now, <laughs> I, I mean, that's so crazy. No, they think I was just being silly. And yet there's a, a large group of society. That, that actually believe this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I mean... And you know when, what? When and and of, you know what? They've got way too much authority, and they're forcing that belief on everybody else, and if you don't toe the line with them, you can get fined uh, uh, or worse. I, I want to... Now, I want to bring it to the Bible, because I want to read Second uh, Corinthians 10, and Paul says, uh, the weapons we fight with are not weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretense that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And mm-hmm. we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. And, and, like, what is Christ, what is God, but truth and consistency? God is always the same, yesterday, today, and forever. He never changes. Um, that's why we can have trust. That's why you can have faith. When you read the Bible and you, you start to gleam uh, things out of it that are consistent, you start to see that it's always consistent just as God is always consistent. So that is, that is truth. That becomes truth. I, the devil, to me, when I hear about what he, how he seems to operate, is all about confusing us. He's all about tricking us, lying to us, so that we don't know what truth is anymore. And I believe that many of these conspiracy theories, I mean, you want to get into the stuff that's kind of silly, like, you know, weapons and UFOs and wonder what happened with Elvis. Okay, fine, whatever. But I mean... What's happening now in society is trust is being eroded to the point where people can't distinguish between what is news and what is entertainment. They can't distinguish well, the, between the clearest. That. The clearest example of that, in my opinion, is the American election right now. 
Nobody trusts anybody anymore. They don't trust the media. They don't trust candidates. I mean, nobody's telling the truth, okay? Nobody. I mean, I'm not saying nobody's telling the truth. Nobody's telling the truth. But that's the that's the, the that's the way it seems. The way the public is responding to everything that's going on in at least North America, well, even in Europe as well. You know, with uh, uh, the the uh, the immigration crisis there, nobody respects authority. They don't believe anybody's telling the truth anymore. Well, let me put it this way: I would say the most honest person that ran was Ted Cruz, which is not to say that he's never told a lie. I wouldn't believe that for a second. He's a sinner like everybody, but. The fact that he was probably the, most, the one with the most integrity and the one with the most honor and the one with the record to back it up, a very consistent record, by the way, um, he gets branded Lion Ted. And the people that are the most liars are Donald Trump and, and uh, Hillary Clinton and their supporters. And it, it's amazing how it's been all flipped around. Is it any big shock that people have such low approval ratings and yet they're the ones that are, how can they have such low approval ratings and yet they're the two candidates in both parties? yeah it's yeah yeah i i just think it's a sign of how everything has become so muddled and i i think some of these conspiracy theories are perpetuating a type of evil and not that it's i mean i do believe it's the devil to a degree because the devil is using these as tools to get people to where they're eroding trust in everyone and everything to the point where now we don't know if we trust cops. What if a cop says, if I'm a, if I'm a black person, is he going to try to kill me yeah. as a cop? If I'm a cop, do I arrest a black guy or is my life over? Yeah. This is what's happening to society, and I think the conspiracy theories help uh, feed that to a degree. Good take on it, Mike. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for calling in. 343. 743390. That's 343 743390. It's open line, open topic, all the way to 11. Hey, he got a little more time than normal, right? He encroached into the commercial time. You know why? Because he's a good caller. It was a good take. 1 844 562 4766. That's 1 844 562 4766. JC at latenightcouncil.com. And JW counts on the Twitter exchange. We're right back after this. Stay with us. Time is here. It's time to cool off with your friends at Menchie's Frozen Yogurt. We feature 12 flavors of frozen yogurt daily with a choice of over 55 delicious toppings to choose from. The combinations are endless. Chill out with our new fresh yogurt fruit smoothies or be the hero at your next backyard barbecue or birthday celebration when you serve up our exquisite frozen yogurt cake to your family and friends. Visit us at 80 George Street in the Byword Market and 3091 Strandherd Drive in Barhaven. Menchie's Frozen Yogurt. We make you smile. Timo's 2000 Mobile Auto Cleaning. 
comes right to your driveway and makes your vehicle look brand new again. Classic cars, bikes, boats, RVs, dump trucks, hot rods, tractors, transport trucks. We can even make your minivan look like the day you drove it off the lot. Did you spill too much coffee on your seat? Did Junior decide he couldn't wait till he got home? And yuck, maybe you're just long overdue for that meticulous cleaning. Maybe you want to sell the old beast. Smartest thing you can do is make it look brand new again. Timos 2000, 613-327-8498, 613-327-8498, or go to timos2000.com. Who's that man makes shawarma taste like no one can? The garlic king. And he can do anything. Wears a crown, golden shoes, and a royal gown. The garlic king. So tasty. Man, this food is so good. Don't talk with your mouth full. I'm just talking about the king. And I can dig it. Discover why Really Lebanese is Ottawa's best shawarma. Really Lebanese, home of the garlic king. St. Joseph Boulevard beside Pizza Hut in Orleans. Garlic, I love it. Tune. Welcome back. 343-700-4390. It's open line, open topic, all the way to 11. 343-700-4390 in the capital region. If you're outside of the capital region, oh, I don't, let's say you're calling from Wrigley, Northwest Territories. Let's say you're calling from Grape, Michigan, or Trout, Louisiana. 1-844-562-4766. I don't have a 1-800 number, folks. They were all taken when we started up this online broadcast. So I got a one eight four four number. One eight four four five six two four seven six six. You can email me, JC at late night dot com. Haven't had one that's airworthy yet. Still hoping for one. JC at late night dot com. It's gotta be under six lines. And you can tweet at us at JW Council. Congratulations to Tom Harris, Climate Science International. Remember I quoted from his article, you know, they published it in the, in the Toronto Sun. Well, they published it in the Ottawa Sun as well. I think Saturday. Yeah, Saturday was in there. The full article. Way to go, Tom. Keep fighting, Tom. boy. Don't let him push you around. Bunch of climate change wackos. And we're called deniers. I mean, can you believe that? We're called deniers. We've never denied the climate change. The climate's been changing since creation. Well, we have issues with it. You still haven't proven that we're causing it. And nobody has proven that we could change the climate. Oh, we got to reduce carbon. You haven't proved that's going to change a thing. Meanwhile, you're extracting trillions, not billions, trillions of dollars from the world economy. And politicians and business leaders are getting rich on windmill contracts and solar contracts and cap and fraud trade schemes. What a scam. And it's impossible to police. Because they've successfully gotten you to drink the Kool-Aid. And that's not a conspiracy theory either. That's blatant fraud. So go, Tom. 
cheering you all the way, pal. 343 all the way to 11 o'clock. All the problems solved by then are triple your money back. We stand by that guarantee, folks. Is the Sun News change? Is the Sun News change? Is that the only like news service in Canada now that you know has got the guts to to you know call to governments uh, to account? I mean, it's got a reputation for being conservative. I, I don't think the Ottawa Sun, the Sun News changes. I don't think they're any more conservative than anybody else. But you know, I, I was my I was I was encouraged. I w- my heart was gently warmed on Sunday when the sun came in my little basket, you know, in my on my porch. Because there's a picture of uh, um, Kathleen Witch, uh, Kathleen Wynn, sorry, um, you know, uh, up on the cover there, and and the headline read $350 billion in debt within four years." And the feature article is uh, on uh, Christina Blizzard talking about it. And our, our provincial debt is insane. And I've been flogging this for, oh, my God, I've been flogging this for years. I was flogging this with McGinty. I mean, if it's going to be a news story a year from now, I'm probably talking about it right now. I'm trying to warn you, trying to, you know, get some action, trying to get you ticked off. So you're doing more than just calling in a talk show. You're actually, you know, rattling the cages of the people that you're supposed to be holding accountable to. That you're supposed to be holding to account. And I've got Blizzard's article in front of me. I want to highlight it. Let me get you stirred up. Why don't you get you ticked off? Why don't you doing more than just listening to a, you know, a, a hot and provocative talk show? 343-700-4390. If you want to derail it, you want to go in another direction. one 844 We're going to be right back. After this, all important and, you know, very, very necessary uh, information interlude. I know it wasn't a very long segment. That's because Mike was so good in the last segment. You know? Hey, sometimes they get great callers. What can I say? Right back after this. Stay with us. This is so much better than a news break. And most news breaks, all they have is bad news anyway. Well, you're going to hear some good news. Just stay right where you are. But you get a line while I'm catching my breath. 343-700-4390 in eastern Ontario, western Quebec, or 1-844-562-4766. That's 1-844-LNC-IS-ON. You can email me, jc at latenightcouncil.com. Keep it under six lines. And you can tweet at us at Council. Don't sweat it. I know I gave you those numbers pretty quick. I'm going to give them up before this break is over. (laughs) 
unfiltered, unfettered, uncensored. I have one program director now. God. I don't always follow through on my instructions right, but he makes it pretty clear what he wants. What do you want? What do you like? What ticks you off? I want to hear from you. Listener feedback means a lot. Almost means as much as what the program director wants. And don't forget you can download all our shows for podcast anytime. TuneIn.com seems to be the best and easiest way to hook up with us. Or if you prefer Google Play, that seems to work too. LateNightCouncil.com. Stay with us. Monday and Tuesday, it's news. Often some pretty good guests, too. Wednesday, it's Ask the Pastor. Thursday nights, we repeat the Ask the Pastor broadcast from the night before. And then Friday night, well, we fool around on Friday. We give stuff away. We have fun because that's what you're supposed to do on Friday. And if you miss any of the shows, well, that's what podcasts are for. 343 4390 That's 343-700-4390. That is the Eastern Ontario and Western Quebec line, the whole capital region. And 1-844-562-4766. That's long distance. 1-844-562-4766. Of course you can advertise on Late Night Council. In fact, the ad space is quickly getting claimed. Get in now while the rates are still low. Email me at jc at latenightcouncil.com for more details. you there's a lot of people listening from the cabin down below right now you know with it being holiday weekend and everything summer is half over i'm sorry i can't say that and get excited that that, uh, that's i know i'm you know i like cheering you up i like entertaining you i like being your nighttime friend kicking your you know political butt and and doing what i can to Shine light in the darkness, but there's no getting around it, folks. Summer is half over. The summer of 2016 is half over. So I'm trying to lessen the blow tonight. We've done a lot of talk talking about conspiracy theories tonight. It's been fun. I, I, terrific. But I'm kind of shifting gears now. Because I was impressed. I'm hard to impress. I really am. When it comes to news, when it comes to, you know, People putting their spin on news, I'm really hard to impress. But I was impressed with the Ottawa Sun yesterday. In bold headlines, $350 billion in debt here in this province. 
maybe I was impressed because they just they were just echoing what what I've been screaming and yelling about for oh a good ten years as the as the debt has been ballooning in this province, and as Stephen Harper and now Justin Trudeau have been bailing out this province to, to the tune of billions every year, and they've never had to pay for their you know fiscal ridiculous irresponsibility. Christina Blizzard today, and yesterday, Ottawa Sun. This province has the largest subnational debt of any jurisdiction in the developed world. Something I've been saying for the last two years. Now mainstream media has got the guts to say it. With a population, and you know how many times I've said this on this program. I'm quoting Christina Blizzard, though, right now. With a population a third of California's, our debt load is double that of the biggest U.S. state. Financial Accountability Officer Stephen Leclerc is worried the province's 12-year, $160 billion capital spending spree is driving us further into the red. Well, I worry it is driving us into the red. Stop worrying, Leclerc, and start screaming and yelling a lot more. I mean, the liberals created this whole financial accountability officer here. They created the office, and they're not even listening to this guy. Blizzard goes on. Leclerc is stonewalled when it comes to gaining access to the information he needs to make his assessments. So in other words, they're not cooperating with him. So the info we're getting about how bad our debt is in Ontario, you can bet it's way worse than what we're hearing because they're not even allowing the financial accountability officer access to the information he needs to report accurately and to assess and to advise. So if they're hiding info from him, I can guarantee you it's worse than, it, than they're saying it is, and the media's reporting it. LeClaire reported he has made six Freedom of Information requests. Four of these requests have been partially fulfilled, and two haven't been. They're playing footsie with the guy. Debt and government spending were once issues voters cared passionately about. That's where you come in. This is where your neighbors come in. Again, I'm quoting Christina Blizzard from yesterday's Ottawa Sun. Debt and government spending were once issues voters cared passionately about. Not so anymore. Is that because we're all maxed out on our credit cards, our lines of credit, and our mortgage to the hilt and just don't care anymore? Or is it simply that we don't understand the math? Could it be we don't know the difference between a billion and a million? Maybe you can answer that question by calling in. I don't know. All I know is that we are the basket case of the world when it comes to finances in Ontario. And I have every reason to believe we have the dumbest voters in the free world. That we let these bozos get away with what they get away with. Spending way, way more than what they take in. I guess Ontarians don't have a clue and could care less that their kids' economic future in this province will be non-existent. Non-existent. I'll quote their lead editorial from yesterday in the Ottawa Sun. The Liberals, first under Dalton McGuinty and now win, will have irresponsibly hiked Ontario's debt 152% from the $138.8 billion they inherited in 2003. 
By 2020, it's going to be $350 billion. Now, let me bring it home. And I've done this so many times. How many more times do I have to do this before we can make it real, before we can make a dent, before, you know, this idiocy stops? All you people that voted for Madeline Mayer, Yasser Nakfi, John Frazier, Bob Shirelli, this is your fault. This is more your fault than Kathleen Wynne. This is more your fault than Dalton McGinty. This is more your fault than all the other bozos at Queen's Park that I wouldn't trust run a lemonade stand. But because you refuse to think for yourself, because you don't hold them accountable, because you don't have a hot clue how the economy works, because you elect these people to think for you, because you refuse to think for yourself, it's your fault. And I can't believe it. I hear conversations in coffee shops. People are still backing these idiots. I mean, what do these guys got to do? Execute your pets and rape your daughters before you know you, 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 you realize they're a bunch of thugs. They're a bunch of morons. They're financial criminals the way they carry on. Spending billions and billions of dollars, scandal after scandal after scandal with nothing, and I mean nothing to show for it. Except a bigger majority than last time. And now they got SpongeBob Trudeau in power. You think he's going to hold them to account? He's just going to keep bailing them out and bailing them out with transfer payments. No end in sight. And the only way it will end is when the voters of Ontario finally smarten up and they do so. Now, I've had people call and say, yeah, well, what do we got? We got Tim Hudak as, a, as, a, as an option. We got Patrick Brown as an option. You know what? Neither one of those guys light my fire at all. But dear God, oh God, help us. At least they're not a bunch of criminals like we've got in Queen's Park right now. You know which province is the most financially successful province in the nation? You know which province has got a stronger economy than anybody's? Saskatchewan. Oh, do you think it's a coincidence that that's the only conservative-led province in the nation now? Oh, wait, there's got to be some mistake there. That's impossible, John. Now, come on now. That can't be the only reason that, you know, Saskatchewan is the only... It's the only have-not... It's the only non-have-not province left. Every other province is running up debt and and, and is is, is a, a, a financial disaster except Saskatchewan. Alberta. Alberta used to carry the nation. Well, we all know what's happened out there now. Dumb voters in Alberta. They want to change. Wow, how's that change working for you out there in Grand Prairie now? Out in Red Deer in Calgary. You liking that change? Economy's worse there than it's been in, 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 in anybody's memory that they can remember. So the most financial successful province in the nation is Saskatchewan. The only conservative-led province in the nation. So, now I'm leading up to something here that's unexpected. You don't know where I'm going with this. So when I got my McLean's magazine this week, and I look at the cover, I'm going to read it to you exactly as it's on the cover. A special report on race and power. Mayors, zero of nine. Councilors, one of 19. MPs, one of 14. Judges, 
two of 101 of the 265 most powerful positions in Saskatchewan. Almost none are held by indigenous people. How a legacy of racism could doom reconciliation. Oh, get, give me a break, okay? You know what this is? This is nothing more than a left-wing mainstream media smear campaign. They know Saskatchewan is by far and away the most successful and robust economy in the nation. It's the only one led by conservatives. So mainstream left-wing media thinks, oh, there's got to be something wrong. Let's dig up some dirt here. Let's see if we can find some dirt on these people. And now they're accusing Saskatchewan of racism. Instead of learning from the most successful financial and best-run province in the nation, instead of, you know, taking notes, hey, what are they doing that the rest of the nation is not doing? Instead of that, they're throwing mud on them. Digging up dirt on racism. Making up a story of, oh yeah, it's just a bunch of white hicks and they hate aboriginals. What a truckload of poop. I mean, it's amazing. I remember, I remember two or three years ago, the city of Windsor, you maybe remembered this in, in, in the Ottawa Citizen, the city of Windsor was running a surplus. Now, if you know anything about Windsor, I mean, Windsor has been one of the most economically hard-hit cities in the nation for the last 20 years. It's one of my former hometowns. I got all kinds of friends in Windsor. My sister still lives there. There's entire shopping malls boarded up. I mean, there are parts of Windsor that look like a ghost town. And yet, two or three years ago, they were reporting surplus after surplus in the way they run their city. And do you remember me saying on the radio, why is it that financially bankrupt and and cities running in deficit are not going to Windsor and taking notes and asking, what are you guys doing here that's working here? Because that place is a financial miracle. The financial hard times that that city has gone through and they're running surpluses? I mean, it's amazing. It seems that when, and, when, and it's irrespective of left-wing party politics or anything, or right-wing party politics, it's got nothing to do with that. It's got everything to do with somebody that, uh, uh, you know, a group of political leaders that were doing a darn good job. And it seems that when somebody does a great job, you know, if they're on the wrong end of the political spectrum, we diss them. Oh, we got to dig up dirt on them. I mean, you can't put on the cover, hey, why, here's a, here would be a much more truthful headline. Why Saskatchewan is kicking the rest of Canada's butt economically and doing better than Alberta or Ontario or Quebec or any other basket case economies that these, that the premiers are running right now. But no, no, we got to ram home our ideology, man. Three four three seven hundred forty three ninety. That's three four three seven hundred forty three ninety. It's open line, open topic. We only got one more segment to go. The host has been quite animated and cranked tonight. So hopefully your take is good when you call in. Three four three seven hundred forty three ninety in the capital region. If you're calling from far away exotic places, one eight four four five six two. 4766 is the long distance line. You got one chance. You still got one chance to send me an email, but you got to send it right now. Right now. Or there's no way it's getting on the air today. JC at LateNightCouncil.com. It's got to be under six lines. JC at LateNightCouncil.com. And you can quickly get a tweet up, but you got to do it right now as well. JW Council. Right back after these incredibly necessary and important and most appreciated messages. Stay with us.
time is here. It's time to cool off with your friends at Menchie's Frozen Yogurt. We feature 12 flavors of frozen yogurt daily, with a choice of over 55 delicious toppings to choose from. The combinations are endless. Chill out with our new fresh yogurt fruit smoothies, or be the hero at your next backyard barbecue or birthday celebration when you serve up our exquisite frozen yogurt cake to your family and friends. Visit us at 80 George Street in the Byword Market and 3091 Strandherd Drive in Barhaven. Menchie's Frozen Yogurt. We make you smile. We often hear about the supposed dangers of human-induced climate change. But what about the disastrous consequences of climate policy? For example, the closing of Ontario's coal stations was the single most important cause of the 318% rise in power rates since 2002. Thousands of industrial wind turbines are being erected across the province, killing birds and bats and ruining the lives of people living nearby. The expanded use of biofuels has led to 6.5% of the world's grain going to fuel instead of food. Only 6% of the $1 billion spent every day on climate finance goes to helping people today. The rest is dedicated to trying to stop climate change that may someday happen. Yet the reports of the non-governmental international panel on climate change show that the science backing the climate scare is highly uncertain. Isn't it time we focused on problems we know to be real? This message is brought to you by climatescienceinternational.org. Yeah, I can't let you drift off to sleep, man. I got I to gotta, you know, like slap you up the side of the head with the music there. There's an agenda there. At least I don't hide it. You know where I'm coming from. Oh, I got some emails. Look at this. This is great. And they're all usable, too. Hi, John. This is from Maladul Amadzai. Probably mispronouncing it. My apologies. Hi, John. Canadians are concerned about terrorism here at home and are waiting for actions from the Liberals on this matter. The Conservative government implemented Bill C-51 to deal with terrorism cases. We know as a result of the Bill C-51 that terrorism is envisioned to likely increase in the long run. Justin Trudeau promised to amend Bill C-51 when he was running in the 2015 election, but so far has not done anything to change the law. It's time for the Liberals to follow in the steps of Stephen Harper to deal with terrorism and deliver on its promises. The safety of our citizens should always come first. Nah, not with SpongeBob Trudeau, Melado. Safety of citizens doesn't come first. It's how does my hair look at the selfie? That's what comes first, okay? What are the polls saying? That's what comes first. I mean, it should be very clear where he stands on terrorism. You know, when he says that we stand with our NATO allies and he pulls our soldiers out of the battle against ISIS and uh, uh, the Taliban and and, uh, Al-Qaeda-like organizations that are all functioning in the Middle East. And until somebody can prove to me otherwise, I believe the man's a coward. I believe he's a coward, and that's the real reason he pulled out. I think he's a big chicken. And he doesn't know what honor or nobility means, and he doesn't have a clue as far as, you know, a strong military, forget it, has no clue on how to defend his country. In fact, he's far more interested in a one-world government and globalism than he is, you know, uh, 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 defending Canada. 
The United Nations is much higher priority, okay? And his one-world global ideology is far, he's far more passionate about that than he is about Canada. In fact, let me push it further. And again, I'm expressing opinion here. I reserve the right to be wrong. But please, call me on the carpet and and show me otherwise. Give me examples that he's not this, okay? Because until I see otherwise, this is what I believe about Justin Trudeau. Just, Canada is a is a is a is a stepping stone for a you know a, a more influential UN post that I think he's gunning for. He is ten times more interested in playing to the world stage than he is on you know uh, 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 consolidating and and seeing this country you know uh, become the economic powerhouse it used to be. We used to be one of the mightiest military uh, uh, countries in the world as well. People were afraid of us. Don't tick Canada off. Now we get kicked around, you know. We got SpongeBob Trudeau taking selfies with everybody. Yeah. That's really impressive. I'll tell you who's impressed with him. Hollywood, okay? The left-wing nut jobs that are running the media in North America. They love this guy. Oh, he is there. Boy! I'm surprised he isn't doing hair commercials for Revlon yet. Anyway, just my opinion. And thank you, thank you for sending yours in, Melody. Appreciate it. And from Mike, Obama promised if elected, his plan for a cap and trade would cause electricity rates to necessarily skyrocket. That's a direct quote. About that same time, our rates began to necessarily skyrocket under McGinty and Wynn. That's not conspiracy. That's progressive reality. There's nothing progressive about it, Mike. I know that you label it that, but that's not progressive. That's just, you know, really sly, sleazy people taking advantage of an electorate that doesn't care. That's proved itself over and over again how easy to fool it is. And you would think instead of getting smart and instead of electing great leaders, you know, they go after the guy that says, I'm going to go after, at least in the States, I'm going to go after these people that have been lying to us, you know, even though that guy's lying to them. Need more talk show hosts like me. I think that would be make the world a better place. Need about 50 more John Councils in every city in North America. Might put a dent in this nonsense. 343-700-4390. That's 343-700-4390. lnc is on. That's 1-844-562-4766. Are you kind of bent in your entertainment preferences like I am? I love listening to these conspiracy theory people pontificate. Although I can't get into Alex Jones. Alex Jones was uh, uh, has been put forth by more than one authoritative website as, be, as being the number one conspiracy theorist in the world by virtue of how many people listen to him every day, how many people go to his websites, and how many people you know quote him. And I related before when he was on with Pierce Morgan, who, you know, briefly had uh, Larry King's chair. And then he got the axe because he was just just lame. What was Larry King's secret of success? I know I'm, you know, digressing a little bit here. How did that guy stay in the air for so long? He's a good interviewer, I guess. I guess he's a really, really good interviewer. Nobody thought, you know, Larry King was likable, too. Nobody thought that he was pompous and arrogant. And that's what the, the knock on Pierce Morgan was. Who does this guy think he is? And I never liked Pierce Morgan. I mean, I was never a big Larry King fan, but I certainly like Larry King better than I like Pierce Morgan. 
And I reiterated, you know, earlier in the broadcast, but I feel like bringing it up again here. Alex, I had never seen this guy live in an interview. I had never seen anybody actually interview him. And I found out that Pierce Morgan was going to be interviewing Alex Jones. And my brother's a big fan of this guy. And I thought, good, let's get this conspiracy guy to stick it to the man, stick it to mainstream media, you know? Hope Alex Jones goes on there, pulls the guy's pants down, figuratively speaking, and kicks it, and, you know, until he's, you know, he can't sit down for a week. And I'm actually rooting for the guy, and I and I never see this guy. I don't know if he'd ever been interviewed by anybody in a serious, you know, forum like that or a semi-serious. I mean, high, at least a high-profile forum, which you know, the 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 uh, Pierce Morgan show was on CNN before you know they canned him. So he gets on there, and 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 again, not much history with this guy. But I thought, what a buffoon! Millions of people take this guy seriously. Millions of people believe what he says. He was a rude, obnoxious buffoon. And a wonderful opportunity to win over some skeptics. Have a, had a wonderful opportunity, you know, to maybe win some people over that would kind of roll their eyes whenever they hear his name mentioned. And since that interview, ever since I've heard his name mentioned, I roll my eyes. Yeah, get out of here, you know. And I've even tried to listen to him, you know. Like you, I mean, you might be listening to this show on TuneIn Radio right now. Right now, Usually when I go home in the car, and I got the motorcycle tonight, but when I go home in the car, I've got my TuneIn Radio, okay, like on my internet radio going, and I'll listen. Sometimes I'll listen to Alex Jones. Sometimes I'll listen to Mark Levin. Sometimes I'll listen to, you know, like Michael Savage. Just for entertainment purposes. I mean, there's a lot of Looney Tune talk show hosts out there. There's really boring ones, too. In fact, it seems as one, the ones that have the most listeners are usually, in my opinion, the most boring. I want the fringe guys. I want the guys that, you know, just really putting it out there. Maybe guys that, uh, you know, they're on the verge of getting sued almost every show, you know? That's the kind of guys I want to listen to, you know? Fun to listen to. And Alex Jones, I must confess, when I heard him on the radio, he was kind of fun. But boy, did he look stupid when he was put up against a, a semi-credible interviewer that wanted to know what made him tick. And I think Pierce Borg was asking him questions that were really open-hearted and kind of, you know, like uh, they didn't have agendas to them. He just wanted to know what made the guy tick. And oh, Jones was all over him. Chip on his shoulder like he was trying to pick a fight the whole time. What a boob. Just my opinion. It's not Wednesday night, folks, so I reserve the right to be wrong. That's why I invite you to call in. I want to hear yours as well. But we have a problem now. We're out of time, and I can't take your opinion tonight. Going to have to wait till tomorrow night. Is that fair? Like, I'm on four nights a week live, and we repeat the Wednesday night show on Thursday night, okay? So it's not like I run and hide after stating my opinion. You can nail me tomorrow night if you want. Your choice. Have yourself a delightful evening. Summer's half over. Make the best of what's rest. Make the best of what what you have, uh, what we've all got left with here. I'm doing my best to help you. Tomorrow night I'm going to do it again. Have a great night. Good night.